Welcome everybody to the Bakery Bears radio show. My name's Dan. And my name's Kay. And we're back, oh yes, for a very lovely show because, well we hope it's lovely. We hope it's lovely. <laughs> because it was the anniversary of the day we met last Friday. It was. Wasn't it? Yes. And uh, Kay got me a lovely card. Okay, let's not talk about <laughs> it. So, well, look, I'll tell you what happened. So, it's not like it's a wedding anniversary, you know? It's the anniversary of the day we met. And some people might not even remember that as a couple. I don't know. And maybe, you know, it's not something that you do. But um, it's something that's always stuck in our minds. And, you know, so we recognise it. So, we never spoke about, like, getting cards or anything. And... Uh, so anyway, I came downstairs that morning, you know, up early, etc. And there's a card on my chair, on my knitting chair. And my heart just sank. I'm like, oh, no. Because I haven't got down a card. And then I just felt like the worst wife well, in the world. You're an idiot. So, of course, I went to my card stash. I keep, like, some birthday cards, just generic birthday cards and sort of What blank was brilliant, Kay, about that card was... In my stash. That card that you gave me... Would have worked for Christmas or well, birthday. Well, it was just a card with a, like a, a card. present on the front of it. It was just a blank sort of generic card. Very so I clever. wrote one out for him quickly and I put a jokey thing inside, didn't I, saying, it's did your not... fault this card's so shocking because you shamed me. I did not get you a card expecting a card in return. I know you didn't, but you, you should have known full well what I would have thought. But then you didn't know that I hadn't got you a card. To be honest, I thought you had got me a card. Oh, no, you see, you're making me feel even worse. Because... I'm such a bad, bad because, wife. Because about two weeks ago, I brought you a yoghurt and you said, oh, it's an anniversary yoghurt. Yeah, because it, it expired, expired on, on our anniversary. That didn't mean I was going to get you a card. I thought that was... I was just acknowledging the date because I always remember the date. Yes. It doesn't mean... No. Anyway, <laughs> so it was 19 years yes, since the day we met. It sort of, all this um, sort of picks up on... Since we started the radio show, we've had an awful lot of messages from people asking us about different topics that they'd love us to talk about. And the topic which we probably get the most regular messages about is how we met. And it, it, we're quite private people, but how we met is quite interesting. Mm. And also, it does open up a topic which is, do you believe in love at first sight? Mm. And that, I think, is an extremely interesting topic. Yeah, yeah. And, you know, so many people have got so many different types of stories related to that that we thought it would be a lovely thing to talk about. So what we're going to do in the course of today's show is we're going to talk about how we met. And in the process of that, we'll also sort of talk about, do we believe that love at first sight exists? So without further ado... Let's get out the door. And look, it is nearly Valentine's Day too. I suppose so, It yeah. couldn't be a more I perfect... I suppose it's quite relevant, isn't it? This is like it's leading up to some wonderful Valentine's Day episode. It really isn't. Ladies and gentlemen, this is a sneeze. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> Bang on cue. Oh, no. Silly nose. Oh, don't oh, worry I seem to be allergic to everything at the moment. That's because the sun came out. Probably, that happens to loads yeah, of people. Isn't that interesting? Probably. I bet someone out there knows the reason why that happens. But look, yes, we're not building up to some amazing Valentine's Day episode. No. Consider this yes. your Valentine's Day episode as we head out for our lovely walk. Have you got the keys? They're here. Oh, good. 
the um, ticket glow out. are so bright today. We're setting my goggles on. It's been really freezing lately, hasn't it? It and was actually cold this today, morning. the sun is blazing and it, it makes it feel warmer, doesn't it? Yes. When the sun's blazing, but it's so low. The winter sun is so low in the sky, isn't it? So it's quite blinding. <laughs> I did feel bad. I just got home from, I've just taken our daughter Bryony to school. And as I was pulling up, we got this lovely delivery man. Is he DPD? Or DPD is, yeah, delivery. DPD. Oh, he's, he's fabulous. I love him. He is. You know, talk about... I think his name's Andre. Bring a bright... Oh, he's got... He's sunny disposition. so smiley and happy. He's lovely. And he asked me... Unfortunately, we have some neighbours who never come to pick up their packages. No, they don't. We and just then, have like piles of packages in the hall. And you take them round and they might like not be a, in. Yeah, and after then, like a week, you, like, you think, right, well, I'm going to have to take them round to so them. And they're never we, grateful. We just don't take them anymore because... No, we don't. Well, we're not a delivery depot. No, we're not. And, you know, as much as I wanted to say, yeah, no problem. I had to say no, but I did explain to him It was a big package though. It was. I explained to him my reason and he, he thought it was shocking and he totally understood. Yeah. I do understand though that those poor guys are, and girls are yeah. trying to do a job. Yeah, yeah. And I know some, I doubt DPD works this way, but maybe no, they do. I, I know though some well, of the firms, they don't pay them unless they no, drop. No, no, I think that's pe people like Yodel. Um, Yodel, I think, are just awful. <laughs> No offence, really, at all. Well, but, certainly um, the, the the media-driven opinion of Yodel is not high. <laughs> no, and the one the Yodel man that delivers when we oh, get yeah, he's brilliant. Yodel deliveries. He delivers in like a builder's <laughs> truck. Literally, it's With like a builder's back. truck. It's got an open back, and this is fine. all the parcels are just under a tarpaulin. <laughs> So, you it's know, really you've got funny. to hope that what you've got under there is not something that's valuable. Do you, do you remember? We, um, last year, as a special treat for Kay, we got her a new iMac. Yeah. And the man who delivered it dropped it on the way out oh of the van. Oh my gosh, <laughs> he did. <laughs> I couldn't believe oh. it. It was, a, it was a massive box, oh. obviously, and he was mortified, wasn't he? Yeah. And he did say, he, he said, look, if there's any, I'm going to report that I've dropped it. Yes. If there's any damage at all, then obviously we're responsible. Yes. It was totally fine because it was Apple and it was like double boxed in this amazing box thing that they is, do. Yeah. It's tremendous yeah. there. Because the, the stuff that they use to pack their stuff in seems like the most... It's secure really and robust. hard, yeah. really hard cardboard, isn't it? And inside, everything's sort of shaped to fit the thing. Yeah. So thankfully, so it was I've got to say though, fine. until I got no that problem. thing up and running, I was seriously I concerned. I'm like, oh, if this doesn't work, because it would like totally, you, you're absolutely done for with with how we work. You know, you, you need your computer. Yeah. And anyway, anyway. Yeah. So yes, I was feeling bad about not taking. But I did have a lovely chat with Andre. Oh, we love him. Yeah, he is. He's a, a real dude. We always sort of fight to go and answer the door when it's a parcel from him. He's lovely. <laughs> oh, this is a bit frosty, Ooh. actually. Careful. Yes. Did you hear the crunch, yeah. though, ladies and gentlemen? So, there are patches that are very frosty still. Yeah. 
it's such an interesting question, isn't it? The whole love at first sight thing. It and is. I think you would be. Apologies in one... to you non-romantics out there. But yeah. Maybe... I mean, maybe you would be in one camp or the other. Do you think? Do you think it's not something where you'd be somewhere in the middle? Well, you're probably right because maybe you'd only believe in it if it had happened to you. Yeah. But I don't that think might actually. Be true. I think there'll be some romantics out there who believe in it and yeah. are waiting for it to happen. Yeah, yeah. And because, I mean, well, do you? Yes. <laughs> well, I've got to say that really, haven't I? Now, that sounds like <laughs> everyone at home. No, I do believe in it. Right. I do believe in it because the way that we met and got together was kind of ridiculous. Yes. And fairly shocking to, to people around me, certainly. Yeah, nice. The speed in which it happened. Yeah, the speed of it was. I suspect was fairly shocking it to was, the people you know, around and me I, too. I think my, some of my friends were like, "What on earth are you doing? Have you lost your mind?" You know. No, but how many of those people were actually really your friends? Well, I mean, because the, how many work, of them are you still friendly with now? No, there were more work colleagues, really. I mean, my very good friend, who is still my friend. Yeah. She was, you know, very supportive. There you go. Because um, a true friend yeah. understands who you are, don't they? Yeah. And a true friend would either know that it was right and say, after talking to you, yeah. and say, go for it, or know that it wasn't right mm -mm. and say, mm. look, back up a minute here, just think it through. And but, you know, 19 years on, I think we've happily proved all these people wrong. Yeah. And that we did know our own minds. Yeah. The th because the thing is, we weren't youngsters when we met. I was 31, and you were much younger. You were. <laughs> That's Dan's kind younger of you to say. Me. Dan was 27, but still, it's not like we were teenagers, is it? No, no. I mean, so I suppose what people need is the sort of background an understanding of how it all came about. Yeah. I, we both worked for a large banking group. Yeah. And we worked though a substantial distance from each other. We did, we did. I mean, at Crumbs, it must be, it must be 80, 90 miles. Yeah, and probably maybe more like 100, I'd say. Yeah, and yeah. We, we had never met no. and there was no reason for us to meet. No. And I mean, actually, it all, it all transpires with me. I mean, the, the way that my sort of background had gone was, uh, I um, studied and trained as a musician, and then I did a bit of teaching, but then was mainly playing. I was doing theatre work, and it obviously just wasn't, because I didn't move to London. I didn't like no. go for it. And yeah. I always regret that I didn't, really go for it but then mm. I also don't regret and the reason why I don't regret it is the story we that we're telling you today we that, yeah. um, but you know prior to meeting Kay I'd always sort of regretted the fact that I'd not really gone for it and had a go because people told me I was quite good and you um, are you're more than quite good honey well I, I was earning nearly enough to make a living yeah but I just wasn't earning no. enough no. and I'd got into a relationship and it would be unfair of me to say that pressure had been put on me to provide 
but I ended up, I was recruited actually, because I had a part-time job. The way I was making a, a yeah, living was yeah. doing the shows, part-time job in Comet, which was a, an electrical retailers yeah. in the UK. Yeah. And I was on the customer service desk. I'm a HR manager for the banking group that we worked for. I had a problem with his kettle. Real? I didn't know this. Yeah. And, Why uh, didn't I know this? And he came into... Oh, this is tricky underfloor, <laughs> underground and underfoot. He came in and I dealt with him. Right. And he said, we're recruiting. Uh, come, come in for an interview. Wow, that's amazing. So I was like, okay, then I will. So I actually had two interviews. Mm. I had one with the Royal Bank and I also thought, oh, you know, if I'm gonna have a go at getting a, you know, a better job and yeah, yeah. maybe not doing as much of the show stuff, then I should get an interview somewhere else. And the other place I had an interview, Kay, I don't know if you know, this was Barker and Stone. Did you really? I yeah. didn't know that either. And I was, I was down to, they were gonna offer me a job. Right. But then, Barker and Stonehouse is a furniture, a very yeah. high, high-end um, furniture yeah, shop. Yeah, yeah. Um, but anyway, they offered me the job, I took it. Started my career in the bank, worked my way up, and corporate offered me a job. Corporate wanted me to go and work yeah. for them. And the, the retail bank, there was two sides to the bank there that was, we worked in. yeah, corporate there was, and retail. There was the bank who dealt with customers, you know, just normal customers. Yeah. And there was the bank who dealt with businesses. Yeah. And corporate wanted to give me a really good job and to go and work for them. And yeah. I really, really wanted to go and do that. Yeah. Retail wouldn't let me go. So they said, why don't you interview for one of the manager's jobs yeah. in Newcastle branch? Yeah. So I interviewed for it, got the job, and Crumbs, uh, one year after getting that job, they changed the structure of the bank and no, my they manager... They used to like to do that, didn't they? Yes. My manager was... It, w w w we what was her? Don't say names. No, no, no. I'm going to. <laughs> but how did she relate to you? Was she your manager too? Is this the lady beginning with a J? <laughs> of course it is. Right. Okay. Um, right. Well, my story. This is going to be like story. an MI5 James Bond episode. <laughs> my story within the bank is entirely different. I uh, left school after my A levels at 18, and I got a job in the bank in the same bank that Dan worked for many years later. So I started my career at 18 in the bank and so at that point when I met Dan I'd been in the bank for what, 13 years? We're going to have to cross here aren't we? When you started your job in the bank? Yeah, Dan was like... It was a year uh, before I was going to do my GCSEs. Yeah, Dan was like 14 or something. I was younger than Bryony. <laughs> it's ridiculous, we often talk about this and it makes me feel incredibly old. Um, so yeah, I started working in the bank in 1989. I was. 18 and I started in this tiny little branch in Sheffield um, and it was great and I just you know in those days you started at the very bottom you learned everything from the very bottom and worked your way up so I just spent 13 years working quite happily in the bank I I got into a relationship very early um, with someone who worked in the bank I was only 18, 19 when I got in that relationship and 
We bought a house together when I was 19 and... You were still in that relationship? I was still in that relationship when I met Dan many, obviously many years later. But how it, did you it was, get to where you were working in the same area well, that I was? I, I just, I just kind of, I was never a, a climber in the bank. I never was very ambitious. I just wanted to go to work, do a good job, enjoy myself and come home you know I, I, I was never really very ambitious but i did a good job and, and naturally from that i sort of just moved on in what i was doing and i got to the point when i met dan i was working in the same area of banking as dan so dan was a premium manager and i was a premium assistant so i basically dealt i looked after about four i don't think it's it's fair yeah, assistant five. sounds like you were getting cups of teas and coffees. Well, there was not really a title for what I did. That, that is not what, what it, your uh, job was. You no, were dealing with fairly complex mortgage applications. Oh, yeah, I did. I, I looked after four or five premium managers in a large branch in Sheffield. They and would go I out did, and, yeah. and fix customers up with stuff. Yeah, and then and, just bring it back and say, and there you go. And you would do all the paperwork. <laughs> I'd deal with everything from then on, yeah. Mortgages, yeah, big mortgages, big loans. And these are premium man uh, customers, so they're high net worth. Yeah important customers who have you know borrowing lots of money doing lots of things and I really really enjoyed it yeah. and just because my role wasn't an official role I, I ended up doing lots of other things as well and one of those things was kind of organizing the yearly meetings communicating with all of the premium managers all those kinds of things so within that role I had to contact all of the premium managers in the area because we had yeah, this, so, we so had this what yearly was, meeting. What had happened was at the end of the year, in the December, they'd made the change and starting January the 1st, Yeah. my, my line manager was changing Yeah. and it was my, the, the, my line manager was your line manager. That's right. Uh, she was going to be dealing with this huge area. Yeah, of, really uh, big area. So she wanted to get everyone together at the beginning of the year for a, a meeting and we were all staying over, you know, the bank used to pay for all this in those days, things are a lot different now, but it was all, you know, we were all staying over in a hotel, we were going out for a Apart meal. Apart from me, I wasn't staying over. No, because you lived fairly locally because it was in York. No, I was going to stay. You were going to stay with? I was going to stay in my old family home. Yeah, but yeah. But subsequently was sold. But yeah, that's because that's near York. I was going to stay with family. At, yeah. At, at, at York, I thought it's perfect time to catch up with family. Yeah, so yeah. I, I wasn't going to stay over. No, that's well, right. I, I didn't stay. No, no. Um, and you weren't, you were even not really going to go out for the meal, were you? You weren't that keen to go out for the meal, I don't think. No. Um, so yeah, we had, this was all arranged and I drove up with my line manager that morning and we got to York Branch and, you know, I went into the room and we were setting all up and everything and then everyone came in for the meeting and I knew a lot of people, I did know a lot of people, but I, some people I didn't know. And Dan, like Dan was one of the people I didn't know. I knew his name because I'd emailed him. Well, and I, I, was, I was one of the first people in. I remember there was the woman, the other woman, female manager from Rotherham. Yes. She was there. Yep. And you were there. Yeah. And our line manager was there. Yeah. And I think that was it. Yeah. And I walked in. Yeah. 
and and then something well, happened. I just kind of I, I kind of looked at Dan and he was this. He still is, obviously, um, but he was you know tall. He was tall. He had red hair, and I'd always had a thing for red-haired men, and. You know, I'd never been, you know, I'd only really had this one other, like I say, I'd been in this long-term relationship. He wasn't a redhead. Um, but I'd always really liked men with red hair. And tall men, I love tall men as well. So Dan walked in, you know, this handsome, tall, red-haired man. He, he had, he was so, you know, he was, I say was, he still is all these things, but he was polite and charming and... I just thought, oh my God, I'm I'm in trouble. I, I really am in trouble here. It was, you know, because it was it was really one of those moments where I think I just I honestly knew as soon as I saw Dan that my life wasn't going to be the same and something huge was going to happen. Um, and that it was kind of terrifying and exhilarating and overwhelming all at once. And I just didn't. I, I, I didn't know what to do. I thought, what, what? And obviously at that stage, I didn't know Dan was thinking the same things. Because you yeah, don't, do you? Uh, thankfully, um, I was thinking the same things. Yeah, and... And I, I was in a, also in a long-standing relationship. Yeah, not as long-standing as yours. No. Um, but I was in a long-standing relationship too. I was fairly sort of... I was just, like, getting on yeah, with, with and, life. And I, I suppose I'd resigned myself to the fact that this is how my life's going to be now. I'm not going to be... Yeah, well, that's how I felt. And, you know, I, I say I was in a relationship, but really the past sort of couple of years of that relationship, things had happened and it wasn't... You know, we were, we were just plodding along and, it, you know, it, it just... Well, it wasn't you, brilliant. You should just say you lost loads of weight and he didn't like it. No, no, I did. I did. I... I decided when I hit 30, I mean, this is just probably a bit boring, but when I met this person originally, when I was 18, you know, I was a size 12, UK size 12. I was happy, I, I was, you know, outgoing. I, I felt like I was outgoing, I was bubbly. I liked to go out with my friends, you know, just typical 18 year old, I suppose. And I think I just settled down too early because yeah. as soon as we got our own house, I just started to put weight on. Yeah. And, I, you know, I put on a lot of weight yeah. and I just felt like I'd become this kind of frumpy housewife. Yeah. When I wasn't, you know, I was no. working all day, but still I just... I mean, it's, I don't know, it's, it's I just, just funny because it, it's a slightly similar... I felt similar. like I was 40, not 20. Yeah. Um, it's a slightly similar story with me because I got into a fairly serious relationship to get out of the home life that I was having to deal with yeah because um, my my parents uh, my parents divorced and my mum moved to where she lives now yeah and that was with her her husband it wasn't a husband then is a husband now my step well, he's not my stepdad he is my dad he's amazing and I was left living with my dad and it just was awful yeah. um, and so I was like desperate to get out and I met this girl and it was an opportunity to get out so I just took it yeah. and so yeah. I'd, I'd ended up in a similar sort of situation where it's like well this is what life is now. Yeah and I think I was just I never really even certainly with you know with my previous 
partner, there wasn't that moment at all. Didn't really even think that much of him when I met him, to be honest. Yeah. But he asked me out and I was just flattered. I, yeah. You know, I'd, I never thought, I just wasn't, I wasn't very confident and not in terms of the way I looked, you know? No. And I was just flattered, so yeah. I went out with him and then that was it really. But yeah, I'd, I'd just gradually put on weight and I just got to the point when I was 30, I hit 30, and, I, and someone at work, it was a completely random thing, someone at work just said that she wanted, she'd become a Slimming World consultant and she wanted to start up a little group at work. And was there anyone that wanted to, to come along? And she must have just caught me at that moment and I said, do you know what, I'm going to do it. Yeah. And I absolutely did it and I threw myself into it. Yeah. And within the space of about seven months, I'd lost four stone. Wow. Which in pounds, what's that? It's, well, it's, well, it's a four lot. times 14, whatever yeah. that is in pounds. Um, and it, it completely changed. It completely changed my life, I'll be honest. You know, I was, I just well, suddenly, well, yeah, <laughs> but, you know, this happened probably a few months, you know, I'd hit my target probably a few months before I met you and I just suddenly started getting all this attention from, from people um, and I couldn't understand it. I was like, what's going on? I just don't understand what, what's happening, you know. I was getting really lovely compliments from people and saying how fantastic I looked and I never saw that and I still don't see it really. Um, but yeah, but my partner just, I don't know, he didn't seem to like it. He probably felt threatened. And maybe he did feel threatened. I think he was very comfortable yeah. in the relationship that, suddenly, that we had. And then suddenly... You, you changed the game a little you bit. You know, and I'd started to, I wanted to go out with my friends again. And I'd not been doing that for really for years and years and years. Yeah. And I thought, you know what, I'm only 30. Yeah. <laughs> I want to... You know, they'd, be, they'd have a do or something at work. And they were like, normally I'd go say, oh, no, I'm not going. And I just said, all right, yeah, I'll go. And I bought myself a black dress and I felt pretty good, you know. And off I went and I had a really good time. And it, it, I just don't think he liked that. And things just started to go downhill, really. And he just totally lost interest in me, um, which I found confusing. I suppose. But he could have said, I'll come too, couldn't he? Well, he could have, but, but we he never... Didn't. No, no. He, he always just wanted to go out with his mates and things. Yeah. So, yeah, and, you know, that's the point I was at. I'd lost all this weight and I was feeling confused on one hand with what was going on with my relationship, but then kind of energised on another hand because... I could fit into jeans. I, I remember going into Levi's and I bought myself a pair of size 12 501s. Yeah. And I put, put them on and they just slipped on. And I buttoned them up and, oh my God, I felt like a million dollars in this pair of jeans. Yeah. I just couldn't believe I, I could get into them, you yeah. know, because my dress size was way above that. Yeah. Um, yeah, so it was just all at that point that I met Dan. So, we, we had this meeting. Yeah. 
the meeting finished. Yeah. It was like an all-day thing, wasn't it? It was, yeah. And then we were going out on the night. Yeah. So I went off and came back. Yeah. I went off to, to family and, <laughs> and we all left went the overnight bag. The hotel. I was sharing a room with um, this uh, female manager from another branch. Yeah. And uh, came back and we ended up. I don't. Well, we must have. I don't know. I certainly don't recall trying to engineer it that I was sat next to you at dinner. No, no. No, <laughs> I absolutely did not. not. I did not do well, that. Well, I certainly didn't either. Uh, I I'm, certainly didn't. I'm an ex I mean, uh, it, I always find it quite tricky in these situations because I'm extremely old-fashioned. And, and you are too, really. Well, so am I, yeah. And I was not thinking remotely. I knew that... There was a problem. No, I knew. I, I felt the same, you know. Cause, I cause knew. Just like you know, just to say, you know, I did walk into the room. I did see you, and I did think, oh, okay, right then. Yeah. But you know, at that point, it's just a, it's just a nice person. Yeah. Yeah. So we end up sat next to each other at dinner, mm. and we had quite a nice time. Yeah, we just chatted and chatted and chatted, and of course, we had a very nice time. Missed, you know, people started ribbing us like they do. Oh, what's going on there then? And all the it was the bank was terrible for stuff like that. Uh, it's any environment yeah. is terrible for stuff like that. Yeah, but obviously nothing happened. No, we just sat next to each other and and it, there was dinner and then we went on to like a. I suppose it was a nightclub, wasn't it? Yeah, yeah, we, it, yeah. It, which it's the first time, the first and only time, in my whole life, I'd have been in a nightclub. Yeah, and I. <laughs> I used to go to nightclubs when I was kind of 18, 19, and then I got in this relationship and stopped. Yeah. But um, yeah, we went, we went yeah. to a nightclub and, uh, and danced quite a bit. We did, we did. <laughs> and then, well, and then, you know, then we all went our separate ways. Yeah, yeah. And I, I remember meeting up with one of my other colleagues that I was quite close with, the, the manager from York branch the yeah, day after. Yeah. And I do remember saying to her, something weird happened last night and I'm really sort of, I, I probably use the words confused. Yeah. <laughs> I'm not really sure. But then what happened in the following, we must have started having to correspond. Yes. Because we, we, it's difficult to remember. I can't and it's fully difficult. remember, no, I can't fully remember. Because how, how did we get to the point where I was phoning you up? I don't even remember, honestly, I really don't. If I could remember how it sort of progressed, I'd say, but... Well, what, what happened was, within a couple of weeks... Yeah. Was it about two weeks? Probably when, about When I phoned you weeks. up and said, I think I'm in love with you. You did, you did, yeah, yeah. Um, I mean, ge genuinely, we're not messing around, it was like... It was really quick. I think, I think what that shows you is that um, I'd known I, I think I'd known immediately, uh, you know, at the end of that day. Mm, mm. I think I just knew immediately and it took me two weeks to realise, well, I, I've got to say something. Yeah, well, it's a difficult thing, isn't it? Because, you know, had we both been in a position where we were free, yeah. then uh, things would have been different. But. You've got to consider other people and yeah. you've got to be sure of yourself, haven't you, really? Yeah. And you so, know, we've both had mortgages and, yeah. you yeah. know, it's... So, it was about two weeks. 
Yeah. And I, I phoned you up and said that. Yeah. And you said, well, you better come and see me then. Yeah. Because yeah. <laughs> we hadn't seen each other since Saturday, I don't no. think. No. No. I mean, it was... It's completely crazy. So I, I came to see you. You did. And we went... It was TGI Fridays, wasn't it? It was. We went out for a meal after work. You met me after work, didn't you? Yeah. And I, I remember I had lemon chicken with rice. I don't remember what I had. No, but I remember. I only remember it because obviously I was really careful with what I ate and I was just panicking, thinking, oh my gosh, is there going to be something that I'm going to be okay to eat? And yeah. luckily there was something. Not that I was thinking about the food at that point, probably. So I came, I came to see you and you were probably, you must have just wanted to get things straight in your mind. Yeah, I think so. From there on, well, it was like a roller coaster. I mean, we met in January, and when did when did we move in? May. Uh, yeah, so we yeah, we met in the middle of January, and by May, I had. Well, actually, in February, I um, ended the relationship I was in. Yeah. I came clean and. I say came clean, there was nothing to come clean about. Because nothing, had, no, nothing, no, had, nothing, nothing had happened. Nothing had happened. No. But nothing needed to happen. I think no. this was the point. Yeah. Nothing needed to happen. No. And when I say nothing happened, obviously the things had happened in my head and you know, so I just I just told I just told him. Yeah. Um, it didn't go well. No. As you can imagine, it was it was devastating really on both sides. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but then, you know, we had to resolve things, so... We did. He moved out, I stayed in the house, the house went on the market, yeah. sold the house very quickly, split the money, and I then rented a property, and Dan left where he was, and changed his, he had to, because he was miles away, he had to change his job role within the bank. Yeah. And it meant a, a huge step down because there wasn't a position available no. near me. No. But he did that and yeah. we moved in together in May. And um, then what, 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 you know, on a more personal, on a more, how can it be more personal? Um, it's not more personal actually, on, on a professional front, that was actually when my career started to take off in the direction it always should have done. The music, yeah. Yeah, because yeah. it was through, and it was like, being with you, it was like, there was no boundaries now. I could do whatever I felt was the right thing to do. Yeah. And so I ended up getting a job in music teaching. I then got a job through you, actually, one of your customers. That's right. I got a job through Kay, one of her customers, was because you were carrying on in, in the, the same role you always had. I did. And you, we, we moved to another town. We moved to another town so that we were closer to where Dan was working. Because I got this job teaching. Because Dan had got this job teaching. Yeah. And, and so we moved and I actually moved to a different, I was in the same sort of role, yeah. but a different um, arm of the bank, if you like. And I took the decision not long after meeting you, that it, it, it was crazy carrying on trying to do shows because I didn't want to be away from you all that time. Yeah. Because it was, you know, like nights on end. And so I came out of doing shows and 
you introduced me to someone yeah. who had a really successful functions band. Yeah. So I got into functions band work, which paid so much more money, and yeah. it was only yeah. one night instead of, you yeah. know, it could be two, three weeks. Yeah. Um, and really, I would say that's really when, yeah, it's fine, that was when our sort of lives, I certainly felt like that's when our lives began because then yeah. not long after that, you're then pregnant with Bryony. I, yeah, yeah, and I actually, I miscarried before I had Bryony, yeah. um, which was horrible, but then, you know, we had Bryony and we got married. We got married before we had Bryony. Um, and it, we've just gone from there, really, and then, a job came up, didn't it, in a different... Well, no, you were still, sorry, you were still doing the same job. But because I, we then had Bryony, I decided that I wanted to stay with her. I didn't want to go back to work. Yeah. So we found a house where we still live in a town that was close to where Dan's job was so that he could cut down on the travelling because it was costing a fortune. It was, but thankfully I'd been promoted too. Yeah. So I was getting paid more money, which gave us the... Yeah. I mean, it was. We were still. It wasn't easy. Totally skint. We had yeah. no money, but I we would have rather to... have been in that position and, yeah. and had Bryony. Yeah. Because I knew it wasn't going to have another one. No. I had problems. I've explained all this before. But yeah, yeah. I had problems when I had Bryony, and I knew I wasn't going to have another. So I just thought, do you know what? I'm, I want to stay at home, and I don't regret a second of it. No. Because it's from there. It, it's through the staying at home, and all that followed as to where we are now. Yeah. And it, I mean, it really is like the different sort of uh, chapters and sectors of your life all lead you to a point, mm. which is mm. where you should be. Mm. And I think we both feel that way we, because, you know, now we're, I mean, it's so fortunate. The, the times that I regret, and I've never been with anyone before where I felt like this, because I think we've all been in relationships before where you actually look forward to getting away. Yeah. A bit of, you know, oh, I'm getting out to the pub, thank goodness, for a night with my mates. And yeah, yeah. Whatever it might be to get away from that person who you're with. Yeah, well, yeah. please do correct me if I'm speaking wrong here, but we've, no, we've no. never ever felt that way. Car. We've never felt that way about each other at all. No, we haven't. Driving away. I, I've always hated, ever since being with you, I've not wanted to be away from you. And so now, Without us deliberately looking for it, we've now created a working environment where we're literally together always. All the time, <laughs> yeah, yeah. And I suppose that does, that begs another question because a lot of people would be like asking the question, oh my goodness, how do you, how do you cope with how that? How do you well, cope with it? We don't, we don't have to cope I would with guess, it. It's not a word that ever comes into it, is it? I would guess and hope that we've answered the question as to how we cope with it, with everything that we've spoken about today. Yeah. Because I can remember so tangibly, and it's, it's nearest time, it's 20 years ago. Yeah. I can remember not being with you. Yeah. And I too. can remember being with you. And I want to be with you. Oh, well, I'm glad you still want to be I with don't me, wanna, that's nice. <laughs> I don't want to be off here, there and everywhere doing whatever. You know, I'm, I'll do anything that you want to do so long as we're together. And I think what we found is that um, by working in that way, 
that actually plays to both our strengths because we're both very different in the types of people that we are. Yeah. We're both creative people, but we're creative in different ways. Yeah, yeah. And we both have different strengths and weaknesses that mm, mm. we complement each other. So areas where I'm weak, Kay's strong, and areas where Kay's weak, I'm strong. And mm, so mm. It, it just, what it is, is terrible English. Noisy van. <laughs> yes. What it is, truly, was a thunderbolt moment, which we both felt 19 years ago. Yeah. And we knew immediately we did. that we had to be together. And it, it would have been so easy to, to, walk, to away. walk away. And we tried it, that. It, we did try it. Because we were just like, this is too difficult. Yeah, it was just too hard. The situations we were in were just too um, horrible to, to, you know, to but those moments lasted with. a day or two. Yeah. And then we were, you know, back. Yeah, and I, you know, I know that if we hadn't done what we did, and we'd have just gone our separate ways. I know that I would still think about it now, and I know I would think... Oh, it'd be devastating. I made a mistake, and what if? Well, I'm... And I'd think life's too short to, K K to do that. Kay is... Uh, Kay disagrees, I think, with this, but I don't think I'd be here if I'd not met you. Well, you know, you never know, do you? Because obviously Dan's gone through what he's gone through with cancer. And who's to say, really, how how he would have dealt with that. Well, I don't, I don't think I would be here because I wouldn't have had, you know, what, what all the doctors and everyone said is you need something to, to live for. Yeah. And, well, I had the best thing to live for. That's very sweet of you to say. So, do we believe in love at first sight? Yes, I would say we, do. <laughs> we probably don't. <laughs> I would say we do believe in love at first sight. Now, that, that then leads you on to how on earth do you find it? You how can't you, find you it. You can't find it, you're right. If you go looking for it, you won't find you it. You have to not be looking. It just, it's just one of those things. And you have you to know, hope. I am kind of a believer in um, fate and what will be will be. I think if something's meant to be, then it will present itself in your life. You just have to hope, don't you, that because you can't go looking. No, so I don't think you can. You have to hope that circumstances bring you to a point where you meet that person. And it may not ever happen. No, no, absolutely. We might not have... You know, just the smallest things would have meant that we, we would have never met. Well, yeah, if corporate... Had... So many, so many different yeah. small things could have happened. Yeah. And you've got to question, you know, isn't it not amazing that all of those things did happen? Yeah. When and it would have only leads taken, you to your fake comment. Yeah, it would have only taken one of those things. To not happen. To not happen, and we never would have met. What if we'd not been sat together at dinner? What if we'd, yeah, exactly. <laughs> what if, we had, if we'd not been sat together at dinner? We would never have had that no. time, quality time, to Absolutely talk. Absolutely not, and we and might have connect. just... We just thought, oh, from, she was nice. Yeah, yeah, thought, oh, he was really handsome and nice. Yeah. And then got on with your life. I think what, what, though, is weird is the fact that we, it was both like, we all, I mean, I, Kay says I'm quite different because I don't find many people particularly pretty, but, um, <laughs> um, 
we all go through life, don't we? Certainly in our younger years, you'll see something and think, oh, she's gorgeous, or he's really handsome, yeah. or whatever. But this wasn't quite like that. There was, there was more to it from, yeah. from the off. There was more to it. It was like seeing, uh, literally seeing your other half. Yeah, well, it was and still is, to be and honest. It, you know, it, we... When, when we were talking about this episode, um, I said to you, do you believe in love at first sight? And you said, well, it wasn't quite like that. You said it was different to that. It was more... No, that is true. A, it, it was more of a ground shift, a thunderbolt. It um, was, yeah, it was. It wasn't just looking at someone and thinking, gosh, they're really handsome, they're lovely. It wasn't that at all. It was like it was a connection on a more sort of it, spiritual level I rather just, than... Yeah, I just... I looked at I looked at Dan and I felt like I already knew him. Yeah, I would say the same thing. And it's like, do I know you? It was that kind of feeling. And yeah. I, I didn't obviously know him at all, but I did. It, you can't, I can't even describe it really. Two halves definitely make a whole. Yeah. And um, yeah, it's been, well, time's just flown because it seems like two minutes ago. It does, but then we were... on the other hand, it seems a long, you know, because so many things have happened in our life that have been difficult to deal with. But we, we always get through these things, you know, and we and, get, and we get through where... them and we, we're always kind of stronger together. And a lot of these things we've been through can push people apart. Yeah, yeah. You know, and it's never done that with us. No. And I'm very grateful, really. Yeah, I'm grateful too. So... We're back home. We are indeed back well, I home. I need to stop my runkeeper. 209. Keep walking, keep walking, Maybe, keep walking. Oh, it's only 20. <laughs> Bang on two miles. I thought it'd be a little bit more than that. And I've put the keys in my back pocket. Did we go down the usual steps? I don't recall going up the stairs. We did go up the usual steps. Gosh, isn't that funny when you're talking? I know. I can't really remember. It's when you're in the zone. It's in the zone. So, for all those people who've been asking us to talk more about how we met. There you go. There you go. <laughs> We've now done it. Not for sure all... what you'll think now. <laughs> for all those people you haven't been asking, you're probably not listening. No, so, you're probably not. You probably switched off 20 you're, minutes ago. You're probably saying tuned this is boring. <laughs> but yeah, it's been, um, it's certainly been fun. It's been a weird anniversary, this one, because it's, I don't know, I've just felt more uh, connected to who I was 19 years ago. And yeah. I could sort of remember a lot of things. And um, it's funny, it's funny that just this year felt, felt a bit different. And that's the reason why, for the first time in 19 years, I gave you a card on. <laughs> to celebrate the day that we <laughs> decided to shame but to, me. to me though it does feel like the anniversary which should be celebrated the most because yeah. everything else was always going to happen yeah and if that hadn't happened yeah. then because yeah. it was so momentous it was it was folks whatever you're doing yes enjoy your day absolutely get and out for a walk yes like we've just been it's been marvellous actually it is my favourite time of year for walking and running most mm, definitely mm. Um, but yes Take care of yourselves and we'll see you in two weeks for more. See you soon. Bakery Bears Radio Show. Bye. Bye. The Bakery Bears Radio Show is brought to you by Bakery Bear Productions and is made possible by our Bakery Bear patrons. Find out how you can join our Bakery Bear community, access more of what we do and keep the show on air by visiting www.bakerybears.com forward slash listen forward slash.